Quick shout out from our sponsor, Sheer ID. Are you trying to boost conversions to your Shopify store? Need to drive more customer loyalty? Get results fast by offering exclusive discounts to consumer communities with Sheer ID. Sheer ID helps verify students, teachers, military, first responders, and so much more of these groups. With Sheer ID, you'll get a verified match in seconds, and you can spit out an exclusive discount for customers on the spot. Try speaking directly to a new customer segment with this verifiable identity without adding friction to the shopping experience. Continue to drive incremental revenue in the next 90 days post-purchase with more tailored messaging for your email and SMS campaigns. I personally tested ShareID to see just how easy it was to get set up, and I was pretty much ready to go in under 15 minutes. The onboarding was simple enough for me to follow as a non-technical person. Go to sheerid.com slash Shopify and start your free trial today. Once again, that's sheerid.com slash Shopify and start your free trial today. It's uh, great stuff. We both tried it. We both Dude, like it. it. Honestly, and... God, I've been drinking nothing else for three months. I you know, I think in like February, I tweeted saying I was having issues with caffeine. And I was just like a jittery mess. And Greg replied to me like, well, just try this. If it's no good, I'll refund you. Uh, honestly, I haven't stopped since. It's fantastic. I love it. Go to nowave.co and use pod 10 for 10% off your order. That is N-O-O-Wave.co and use code pod 10 for 10% off your entire order. Hello and welcome to the Brand Builders Podcast. We have Tom Brown and myself, Matt Lady, as your co-hosts. Each week, we have a catch-up, open-form discussion, chit-chat about how our businesses, projects, brands, industry stuff going on what we're struggling with, what's winning, what's working, and what's just on our minds. We, we just want to share the true ups and downs of uh, building a DTC brand and being in the industry. So, Tom, how's it going today, man? Pretty good, man. It's it's another Monday, another week that has vanished. You just scared the bejesus out of me with it being, what did you say, like 95 days till Black Friday? 95 days away from Black Friday as of this recording. By the time it comes out, it'll be, this episode comes out, it'll be even sooner. So... Uh, let's start there. So, <laughs> Black Friday, Cyber Monday, Tom. Uh, what what immediately went first went through your head besides oh shit? I didn't realize it was that soon. I mean, you nailed it with uh, just before you got on this. We were talking about it and talking about inventory. That is is definitely the first thing that just came to my mind. You know, forget marketing, forget like paid acquisition channels. Yeah, I'm suddenly now thinking like shit. That's ninety days to get stock in when everybody else is going to be competing for the same space, like on freighters, on airlines, that does not leave very long to get stuff out of the factory. So that, that honestly had slipped my mind. I think I've seen so many tweets of people like, you know, don't talk about Black Friday. Don't talk about Black Friday. Like stop. You know, it's only like March. Like, let's not talk about this. And I think I've kind of stayed in that headspace. The summer flew by. And now yeah, we're it it's like, we're fall. We're about to, it's almost September as of this recording. Like, it's it's coming. It's it's flying in. So yeah, inventory, especially depending on uh, where you're getting your uh, products and manufacturing, and where you have to ship it to, your warehouse and factory, and like if you have special collection or if you have new products, if you have special packaging or inserts, or there's just so many things. It's not just like oh yeah, I got to click the order more inventory button. Uh -huh. Like there's a whole there's a whole process that goes into it, right? Yeah, there has been. How are you thinking about it? How are you planning for it at this point? Because clearly you are way ahead of me. <laughs> <laughs> so um, right now, um, as of this recording, I'm currently interviewing for head of growth role at a, at a brand. And I'd be the first marketing hire. And 
Uh, I didn't get the job yet, so I can't say like this is exactly <laughs> what I'm planning for. But it would be like you said, like inventory is the first thing. It's like cool. Do what do we have now? How much more do we think we'll need? Can we look at any historicals from last year? And in this case, this brand does. They've they've been around for two years, I believe. So always always start with last year. I would recommend is just say like, how did last year go? What the heck's going on? And especially the last two years for us right now, twenty twenty two is like the first pandemic year, the second pandemic year. <laughs> this is the third. We're kind of out of it, kind of still in it. It's kind of weird. So that, yeah, I was just gonna say on that. I mean, are you expecting a similar kind of volume to last year or you know the last two years? Or are you are you oh. thinking? I don't know. What are your thoughts? <laughs> yeah. No, that's a, it's a good question. I haven't given much thought to macro, like overall, like, hey, this is going to be overall generally bigger or smaller than past mm. years. But it is kind of recession kind of here in the States. And um, I don't know, the government just passed some inflation reduction bill too at yep. the same time, like this past week. So but I saw something, I think from Chris McCoolin, maybe. Um, he's awesome. Follow on Twitter. Yeah. Um, McCoolin. Yeah, 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 Coolin and uh, audit. That's yeah. that's the second thing. It was like the second thing I would do if I got hired is like buy an audit. <laughs> like the, that's the it's like number one thing. Uh, Dude, I, I, not, like, I feel like I should be on commission at this point. The amount of people <laughs> I keep sending over to audit is insane. <laughs> I, uh, don't quote me on this, and uh, we might have to edit this out later. But I think you can. I think they have like that now. <laughs> a partner podcast. <laughs> I think they might have something for you. So. Uh, uh, but that's number one. I would, and it's not like the current brand site is bad. It, mm -hmm. um, the one that I'm uh, uh, interviewing for, it's not bad. It's just I know that it can be better, and there's iterations, and there's design stuff, and it'd be a lot easier to have someone just kind of tell me and show me, and then yeah. be able to like ma project manage the execution of it. And be like, cool, let's do this test. Let's do this set of changes now. Let's wait. Like, okay, let's do this before Black Friday. Let's do all this at the start of next year. Yeah. Like, I'm just, it's kind of weird to start thinking that far ahead of time. Because uh, I'm, like I kind of mentioned or have been talking about, I've worked with five to seven clients at least, like all the time, <laughs> the last several years. Yeah. So it's hard to go that deep on any one brand. And this is the first opportunity I get to do that. And I've done so much planning and prep work and ideas. And I've just been setting them looms and slide decks and like, and this guy, this guy hopefully is enjoying it and loving it. Um, so I'm really excited. So that's kind of where I'd start is the audit is the inventory and just look at last year. Um, what black Friday did last year what was the offer what was the numbers. Let's okay. Let's project 20% higher than that. Let's project 20% lower than that. Okay. Mm -hmm. Let's see how much in ad spend we should like plan then according to those scenarios of like best case, worst case of like different return on ad spend rates. So um, seeing how much bigger your list size is from last year. If, yeah. if you grew 10,000 email subscribers, uh, depending on your size of your brand, or if you added 50,000, that's, that's huge. Like, you know, that's a huge different lever you can pull. So those are the kind of things on my mind uh, as I'm, hypothetically planning for Black Friday 95 days out <laughs> for the job I don't technically have yet. So that's just kind of the start of things. Mm. I mean, I know you and I have kind of talked about it off air. What was, I mean, is the driving factor, you know, thinking about like working with one particular brand is, you know, it's kind of the attraction with that and the, the excitement of being able to actually go into depth. 
because like you say working with five seven clients i mean i've, I've done that too and I, I still do it a number of times and you do get spread apart and as much as i'm my goal honestly was always to try and apply like basically the same strategy if we were going into black friday like okay the same like seven brands are near enough going to have like the same strategy it's going to be tactically pretty much the same but i know when that's not been the case i mean it's exhausting <laughs> trying to like yeah fight seven different strategies and execute them all at the same time it's it's a lot in different verticals different industries yeah. different sizes that someone just started this past year this brand other brands been around eight years it's a wide variety so um push okay so why i thinking about going in-house is a few things one is that i get to go deep on one single brand Part of me thinks I've jumped from project to project and started different stuff and kind of been all over the place because I haven't been had the time or opportunity to just go deep on one specific thing. Yep. And now, years later, uh, Facebook media buying is not just turn on ads, add more budget. You have, you run a brand and you can get to <laughs> you can get million dollars that way and then mm -hmm. move on. Like it's so there's so much more competition that. Landscape has changed. Yeah, uh, has I I want to be able to use my past knowledge and experience and interest. Just I'm just really interested in this stuff to be able to just hey from first touch point to the purchase to repeat to email to customer service like and I be able to provide my commentary my input the strategy and then actually execute against it rather mm -hmm. than. Hey client, I'm just your Facebook media buyer. Like, this is what I think you should be doing. Oh, don't worry, Matt. We got it. Thanks though. Um, and it's not to say that all my ideas are always the best. I'm always at hundred percent of the time. It's, yeah. it's purely that being more closely integrated and connected with, I just could never figure out the right service offering, uh, as I evolved over my freelance and consulting years to like be a fractional head of growth, like a fractional chief marketing officer, kind of. Yeah. I've never quite figured that out yet. So now this is like a good opportunity to go do it full time. And then like maybe in a couple of years, come back around and revisit it later. So yeah, that yeah that's kind of just the, yeah, that's the start. Um, a consistent salary I haven't had in a few years would be, <laughs> is good. And then the last piece would be like a set structure and routine as I'm continuing to like, um, get my like life together and like building foundations and kind of growing after uh, everything that happened to me earlier this year and whatever. So it's kind of a combination of things, but uh, as you can tell, I'm pretty excited about it and uh, looking forward to um, hopefully updating the pod and you uh, very soon on, on next steps. Oh, it's, it's funny, man. You mentioned two things there. One is like, you know, the sort of consistency and the, the structure of a day. I mean, it's, I'll be honest, it's something I battled with for, well, since 20, like 2014, when I really fast, first started doing this. And literally a point now where like, you know, my calendar, everything is blocked out, you know, from like breakfast to showering to like every little element of my day is like, in like 15 to 20 to 30 minute chunks. Absolutely everything. Once like that timer goes off, I am onto the next task. It's the only way at this point I can actually work. Otherwise I do, I just find myself either like getting you know, stuck into one task and then to the detriment of something else, or I, I procrastinate way too much. <laughs> I can't allow myself to drift and I don't know. I start looking at, I get like shiny object syndrome and I'll start looking at like oh, the next business. Twitter. What's the next thing? <laughs> Twitter. Exactly. Or Twitter. Next brand. Yeah. 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 By having like a just formulaic structure that's in my calendar Monday through Saturday, it's the only way I've really found that works. Even, you know, to the point of like scheduling family time in there. And I know that 
perhaps sounds a little toxic. I don't know, but it, it works. <laughs> I know exactly like clock yeah. over that time. Like that's dedicated time. Put the phone down. Don't do anything else. Actually just go and see your family. Um, okay. That's the first thing. Second thing. Second thing is I have kind of been talking to a lot of folks recently that again, have either had brands in the past that perhaps haven't failed, but you know, they've struggled to kind of get scale on, or they're at a point where they're thinking about quitting and going full time. And I think again, with your recession and everything looming, my best advice that I'm kind of giving to people right now, and it's, it's not the path I took. So it's, I feel kind of hypocritical even saying it, but I wish I had of like stayed in a job that covered my bases, covered my salaries, and then just spent like evenings and weekends actually working on my brand. And particularly like, if we're going through a recession, like just take that job security right now. Mm-hmm while yeah. building something to come out the other side of it. Like I, uh, honestly, I, I think if it was me in that situation, that is what I would be doing right now. Yeah. I, uh, I think I'm with you for sure. Uh, yeah. I've had the stress and pressure and ups and downs of mm-hmm. not having that all taken care of before I left. And it's just like made me pretty narrow sighted at times and like short term thinking and like 100%. not having a coming from a place of like abundance or like, security it was like yeah. sometimes my decisions and actions were reactionary and i wasn't patient enough because i couldn't be i was like oh shit gotta like pay the bills literally next month like mm-hmm. <laughs> oh i can't invest in the business but i kind of need to <laughs> uh, so like yeah, that's yeah. kind of that's where i'm at now it's like cool like do what you you want to do for this one brand that's in a great position to do yeah we've talked high ov high margins um, in, in the States manufacture, I believe in States manufacturing and shipping, that's very cool. Um, lightweight, uh, refillable, consumable kind of product, all the, like all the like things that are kind of going for it. Yeah. So I think now now's a good time to do that. Get that consistent salary, keep taking care of myself and my health, uh, spend time outside of the job to go live life and go see friends, go, uh, hang out with family, go play basketball, like just like do other stuff and not be so like stressed and worried about career and job and all this stuff every single second, every minute. So uh, yeah, so I'm really looking forward to it. And um, yeah, man, I, I've, I feel like I'm pretty confident that I, something will work out here with the, with the role <laughs> because um I've, yeah, I've I've said I've pretty much shown him I can do the job and like here's what I would do. I said that's how I knew that number 95 days out from Black Friday. Mm-hmm. My the sli- title of my slide deck is 95 days out from Black Friday. This is what I would do, <laughs> and I have like my list of priorities and tasks. Who I would hire, like the audit, the uh, like what we should save for later or what can be prioritized after uh, to start next year. Like I kind of like. I would, because again, I don't know if I mentioned it on the pod yet. I think it's just only off air so far. But I got this connection, warm intro, uh, as an email. I saw someone connect on LinkedIn. They they email introed me. Then she left on maternity leave, like right, like right after. So I got lucky. But there's 388 applicants on LinkedIn for this role in the last three months. <laughs> so I gotta stand out somehow. Besides the warm intro, I just showed that, like, hey, this is where I'm at. This is what I think. This is how I would approach it. Again, I don't know his numbers. I don't know his metrics. I don't know where his cash is at or the inventory. All I know is we're ramping up for Black Friday inventory soon. So mm-hmm. let's reconnect next week is what he said a few weeks ago. So that's all I know. Uh, and like what I can see from the site. And so 
anyway, that's um, I'm really excited about it. Uh, I hope to update you and everyone soon about it. A quick reminder from our sponsor, ShareID. Find your next lifetime customers by providing verified discount codes based on occupation or life stage. Speak directly to veterans, students, teachers, first responders, and continue to tailor your messaging to them in the future with post-purchase emails and text messages. Make them feel seen with your brand by using ShareID to seamlessly verify their email in seconds during the purchase process. Go to shareid.com slash Shopify and start your free trial today. A quick note from our sponsor, just a little reminder that No Wave is the coffee for creativity, which us D2C folks need plenty of. Their signature flow state coffee is organic ground coffee with L-theanine. This is shown to help lower anxiety, improve brain function, and sharpen your focus. Tom and I have both tried it and have made it our coffee of choice when cranking on ad accounts and planning for big events like Black Friday. It's the perfect way to kickstart your workday, whether you're at the office or working from home. Go to nowave.co and use pod 10 for 10% off your order. That is n-o-o-wave.co and use code pod 10 for 10% off your entire order. Yeah, it's funny, you just kind of make me think like, of the majority of people I have hired, whether that's contractors, freelancers, full-time staff, agencies, by and large, the ones that I took on were the ones that basically started doing the work before I even hired them. Like they came in with problems of like, and offered solutions immediately. You know, they'd already started like, you know, we've been on your flow for two weeks, your email flow, we saw this was missing, this was missing, like here's the fix, here's the template. And like, and just gave it to me. I'm like, do you want to do it? <laughs> Almost exactly. every time. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's like, oh, you shouldn't do work for free. And like, I get that argument. I get it. Mm -hmm. And maybe we're in a position to be privileged and have an extra hour or two to like do these things and like not have to charge for every second of our time. But that's just, that's the easiest way to like, you could, people could interview and be yeah. really good at interviewing and then not be able to do the job. Yeah. But if you just show them, hey, <laughs> You funny man, you brought up the email flow. That's one of the things I, I said. <laughs> I sent him an email. I'm like, hey, dude, like, as of right now, I still haven't gotten your abandoned checkout <laughs> uh, flow. Like, I abandoned checkout. And, like, I didn't get it yet. And then, then I emailed him later. Oh, yeah, it's been four hours. I finally got it. That's one thing we could test. Like, we could get, do it a little, you know. So it's funny that you mentioned that. But I think it's so true. It's just like, here, I can actually do the job. Yeah. But on the flip side, man, like, when I went into consulting in 2019, I went into the Shopify Entrepreneurs Facebook group and literally for just like eight hours a day, just answered questions back and forth constantly. And like, if someone had an issue with their site, like I would literally log onto the site and just, I would figure out whatever the problem was and then just send them like screenshots or, you know, like a line of code of like, you know, change this, this will fix this just for free constantly. Like I would do audits for people that would try to work out like why their conversion rate was low and just like a, like a 12 page document and fire it back over. Almost like I would say for like 50, 60% of the time, like that got me work with those people. Uh, yeah, it was an hour or two of my time and it, it, it sucked working for free. Don't get me wrong, but it led to so many connections. And because I was doing that in public as well, of like literally I would just go on and post whatever that PDF was that I'd created for that person. I just post it in public and like you know, 400 other people would see it. I would get so many DMs asking people if like I could do the same thing for them. It was outrageous. Yep. That's the benefit and opportunity with either private or public communities, yeah. social media. 
like what we want to do on the show is like we want other people to ask us stuff too and we can help you yeah. so we don't just have to talk about what we're doing what we think <laughs> what's going on we want to help other people too so yeah, we're, we'll awesome. get to those kind of types of episodes or segments too so that's really neat man and that's uh that's how I got my first couple of freelance clients as well. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, it's like through Twitter and Facebook groups. Yeah. It's like, that's how I, I like got my first one. I'm like, okay, I guess I could leave the full-time job now. I <laughs> just start freelancing. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Uh, and just kept doing that. So uh, because I'm, I'm not the one to be like, here's my 10-step methodology that will 100,000% increase your ROAS or your money back, like, and then do these threads and like boast and share. It's like, I just want to help people and show you how I yeah. can, I would do it for you in yep. this situation. And I'm not always right. And I'm not always perfect. And, but you know, that's just how someone thinks about it. And to contextualize information for someone is more important than just, here's how I set up Facebook campaigns. It's yeah. like, well, no, this is how I would set up an actual campaign with ad copy and headline and a landing page for your for brand. This individual brand. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. I, I'll be honest. Yeah. I, I kind of preface a lot of things like what if you know, from responding to tweets or Facebook messages or whatever the hell, I always kind of preface it with the fact of like, I am just some random dude on the internet. Like this is purely my two cents. Feel free to ignore. I am. I've done this before, but I'm not an expert. So like, Ignore it if you want. I don't really. I don't care. <laughs> like I do yeah. not proclaim to know everything. Yeah, yeah, man. I'm with you. But you, you kind of mentioned the Twitter thing, and I'm, I'm kind of playing with it at the moment, of like trying to figure out, like, what's, what's like the best way I can kind of reach out and actually add the most value. And I'm kind of been playing with, you know, like a few threads and a few tweets of just. It's it's a struggle to not come off as just like an arrogant, obnoxious dick. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure it out. Yeah, I mean. It I don't think threads are inherently bad or like bad or good. I think depending on who it is and why they're doing it. And um, if I know them or not, then I know it's like, cool. They only do this because they can't actually keep their clients and they constantly yeah. have to generate new clients yeah. because they're too busy posting and doing cold <laughs> outreach to get more clients and more revenue for the agency, yeah. but then they don't re retain any. So it's like, okay, if they're doing that playbook, then, Okay, cool. I've seen this thread last week. Like, it's mm -hmm. not unique. I, I know what's going on here. But if it's like, cool, this is like, I'm Tom Brown. Here's for, like my experience for my brands. Or like, I've seen this recently. Here's yeah. my thoughts. And it's not like, steal this playbook and I guarantee all this stuff. Like, oh, the clickbait and hyperbole is too much for me. Yeah, likewise. I, I think that's that's kind of the route I'm trying to go. Of. Like, this is just like this is my truth. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna share what is my truth. It may not be the truth, but it's what I have found to work for me. Like, I, that's kind of as good as I can give. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just not talking in absolutes, and for the love of God, not saying like retweet this and maybe I'll give you a link or a DM to some sort of free guide. But for the love of God. <laughs> oh yeah, for the love of God, indeed. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but Twitter generally. Uh, still pretty good place. Summer summer months, a little lower engagement. <laughs> uh, people are complaining. Uh, I'm complaining. Some of my stuff, I'm like, I have more followers now than I did two years ago by a large margin, like 10x than I used to. I like 400 followers. So I'm like, but less people are liking and commenting on my stuff. What the heck is this? Uh, oh, because I'm not doing a bunch of threads or not posting 20 times a day. Oh, okay. In like summer that. months. So uh, it's all good. Like, you know, it's I a lot of connections still. That's yeah. how we met. Like, yeah, this is how I get clients and 
or used to get clients. This is how I make referrals. This is how I make intros, get people on the pod, uh, the other show, the other podcasts. So, um, get sponsors potentially. And, uh, one that we could talk I about, uh, one spot. <laughs> yeah, we, we can, uh, this is not, this is not officially sponsored, uh, segment this second, but next episode it will be <laughs> is, uh, no wave coffee, uh, by Greg. Um, he's awesome. He was a former like pro wrestler kind of like, uh, turned into like coffee brand owner has been running this for the last couple of years. He's expanded on his, on I believe on Amazon and on his Shopify, um, mm. both D2C as well. And just, it's uh, great stuff. We both tried it. We both Dude, like it. Honestly, God, I've been drinking nothing else for three months. I should not. I think in like February, I tweeted saying I was having issues with caffeine. I was just like a jittery mess. And Greg replied to me like, well, just try this. If it's no good, I'll refund you. I, honestly, I haven't stopped since. It's fantastic. I love it. That's it. That, that's the ad read. That's the clip. <laughs> Editors, cut the clip. Cut the clip. Uh, like, that's it. That's what's. That's one of our ad reads for uh, that. That's like, um, that's really good. That's genuine, authentic host. Like you just made it up. You didn't, you didn't like read that off a script. No, that's way better than anything we could have came up with. So <laughs> that's, that's great. So we'll, we'll have Greg, uh, we'll have an intro and a mid roll segment. So, uh, make sure you support Greg. And if you're interested in partnering or sponsoring with us, hit us up. We're always open to ideas and we just, this is for everyone. It's not just for us. So we'd love to connect and jam. Okay. Moving on from uh, Black Friday and Twitter a little bit. I'm sure we'll touch on Black Friday more as it gets closer. Mm-hmm. Um, and we talked panic. about... <laughs> <laughs> All right, Matt, hold on. Let, let, pause, pause the recording. Let me order my inventory. And then I'm, we'll get back into it. <laughs> but uh, uh, we talked about my potential job. Okay. And then I just wanted to quickly ask, any updates on the selling the brand? Any form, any like thoughts, any follow-ups, any more interesting conversations or things that have come up since we first mentioned it a couple weeks ago? There have been a, a few interesting conversations. Um, a couple that are still kind of ongoing that are just sort of due diligence stages. Um, there is potentially an aggregator, and I can't actually name names who yet because they're still in stealth mode. Uh, they just raised something like 25 million euros or pounds, one or the other. So they are European. Um, they are opening up a London office currently in Germany. But it's on this as they will probably be out of stealth mode. But yeah, they are looking to acquire quite a number of brands um, in the UK and Europe quite aggressively over the next 12 to 24 months. Wow. That is potentially quite exciting because they are quite interested <laughs> um they've kind of just asked me like if if it hasn't sold in a couple of weeks time like could you keep us posted basically <laughs> which is it's kind of a nice place to be yeah that's neat so you can keep like cool i'm just gonna keep running the brand for now i'm gonna keep these other conversations going mm-hmm. if, if if it's not an obvious hell yes yeah then cool i can find out do I want to keep running this myself? Or see, now you have this back, almost backup option. Uh, kind of like, yeah. Hey guys, you got it. You ready? Let's, let's play, let's play ball. Let's talk. Yeah. Um, I'll be honest, and, you know, that's, that's kind of the privileged position I'm sitting in right now. Like I don't, I don't need to sell the brand. You know, it would be cool if I got a sensible offer and it was something like, you know, I, that's a no brainer. I'm definitely, I'm going to take that. And I feel like it's, the brand is going to the right house, you know, the right family. <laughs> I can't say I've overwhelmingly felt that at this point. So it's kind of like, uh, I'll leave it and see what happens. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Um, 
And I'm sure even with them, the a big aggregator like that, you might have more, I don't know, flexibility is the right word, but different options of how to exit. Uh, exactly. It's like smaller, like a single owner or like someone who's less money, like, or cool. Like I just have to buy it outright or pay you out over time or whatever. But then they're like, oh, uh, let's, we'll fund you. You keep growing it. We'll give you some money to hire people. Like yeah. you're still kind of there, kind of not. Uh, you know, there's a bunch of different options you could like probably go compared to a smaller buyer. So I think that's really interesting. Yeah. Mm. Um, well, cool. Thanks for the, yeah. Thanks for sharing the updates on that. And we'll, uh, we'll keep checking back in on that. Uh, Definitely, and, um, cool. Well, the last one here for now, I believe is, uh, is Clavio. There's, uh, there's been a lot of Clavio price increase, uh, discourse and mm-hmm. uh, opinions and posts and threads and conversations. Uh, some people kind of openly just kind of bashing on Clavio, like, oh, you said you were for the small brands and now you're raising our prices again. And then there's plenty of email marketers who I really respect and trust and would hire that say, yes, it's getting more expensive, but that's, that's mostly for enterprise level Yep. Big, big, big brands. Yep. And it's still the best option out there for most brands. So I'm kind of, I, that's what I'm hearing and seeing. I just want to get your thoughts if you see anything different and uh, what you what you got to say about it. Yeah, I mean, I think fundamentally I agree with that. I think, you know, the kind of rumored like price rises going around, I haven't even looked because like in my <laughs> mind, like I'm, I'm not moving myself. I'm not moving clients away from it. I, I think it's like a 13% price increase. And you're right, like, particularly on Twitter and in Facebook groups, everyone is kind of outraged by this, this increase to an extent. I get it. You know, have Clavio's costs gone up in terms of like, you know, servers or anything like that. I would hesitate to guess not. Um, certainly not at the rate of inflation that everything else, you know, like physical, tangible goods is seeing. I might be wrong. Maybe the server costs have gone up. <laughs> I really don't know. But I think you're right in terms of like looking at other options. I mean, there's there's a few competitive, and I think the two I'm kind of thinking of is Omnisend and Drip would be like the two that I would actually realistically look at right now. And I know there's like the Shopify email as well, and I believe they introduced flows into that last year or earlier this year. I'm not really sure. I haven't looked at it. To be honest, I, when it first came out, came out, I didn't really consider it as a viable alternative. So I've not really looked at it since. Um, it kind of felt like just a... a a competitor to MailChimp, if I'm honest, like it was, yeah, it would get you so far. You know, if you were just starting out and use nothing else, like Greg, just use Shopify's solution. But, I, and then like on the flip side, you know, I kind of see, and I think it was Moisele actually sort of shared this of, you know, the fact that you're paying more for Clavio than Shopify is kind of outstanding. <laughs> like in that regard, it makes Shopify look cheap. And I, I don't know, that's, I can't tell where I sit on that because in some ways, like, I think he's right. In other ways, like I know a lot of us spend a goddamn fortune with Shopify every month, um, proportionally, but, and then I, you know, I kind of think of like the return that we get from using Clavio and it's, it's fantastic. You know, if I'm paying like $500 a month, like I know I'm probably getting 10 to 20 grand's worth of value out of the back end of it. So that $500, it's kind of just the cost of doing business at this point. And, you know, again, I've, I've kind of spoken to a couple of people that were like, okay, what would it cost us to move everything over OmniSend or over to Drip? And by the time, like, you know, you get someone in there, a designer, a builder, you know, it's just like doing a copy and paste job. Like the amount of time it takes to migrate everything over to another solution, like we're, we're talking weeks, if not months, 
like the cost is vast, <laughs> which to be honest, I think wipes out any savings and some that you would pay over the next like five years of switching. I just, I don't know that it's worth it. That's kind of where I'm sitting right now. I might be that, completely wrong. <laughs> I, I don't think you're completely wrong. Uh, I'd, I'd argue you're almost never completely wrong, Tom. I think, you're kind of, <laughs> I, think, I think you have a good perspective and read on things. And I think what you said is reasonable. And what I also been seeing, uh, maybe we're stuck in the same eco chamber, but Possibly. I think I think generally that's I think that's kind of a good way to look at it. Um, the only I'll add one more competitor, um, mm -hmm. and is Privy. They started out as just like just as a pop up yeah. uh, machine a few years ago or many years ago at this point. Last year, two years ago, I forget at this point. They uh, got acquired by Attentive, so. Mm -hmm. Um, I've been seeing since the Clavio news, I've been seeing, uh, some messaging and posts about, um, switch, switch from Clavio and save over 50% on your bill. Whoa. Like, okay. I'm like, Whoa, that's like, that, that's, that's, a just, that, you, that's a strong <laughs> offer. And like, we'll, we'll like, we'll help you on board. We'll like, get you set up. And they're much more than just a, you know, pop-up platform now. Like they have email and SMS flows yeah. campaign, you know, all the, like, I don't know to what extent, like. Comparatively, again, I haven't tested it or I haven't used it for that. Um, yeah, so actually, that's, that's, just, that's just the, that's just the one more I would add. That is, uh, it's fair to say. I mean, I actually, I remember looking at them when they sort of rolled out SMS, and actually, it was quite a well baked out solution. Um, actually, I hadn't realized they rolled out email with that as well. That's that's damn cool. Yeah, so that's, but again, like you're saying, the opportunity cost is so important to consider. Yeah, that's kind of thing, um, especially right now. Cool. Especially right now, especially like if you're sitting on a bunch of cash and budget and time and you're not in a rush, then sure. If you're just going to hold on to this brand for the next 10 years and like slowly build it. Yeah. Cut the, cut, cut the cost down. Maybe. Sure. I got you. But, uh, I want the point I'll make, uh, as well, because I, I agree with like your perspective is that even if you do switch to another competitor, the amount of specialists and experts, freelancers, agencies, or in-house people that you'll end up wanting to outsource and like hire anyway, yep. goes astronomically lower with those other kind of solutions. Klaviyo is best in class. Everyone learned on Klaviyo. Uh, well, last few years anyway, like if you're yep. working with OGs in the space, like eight, 10, 12, 15 years, sure. They've been through a bunch of platforms, but, but anyway, like it just kind of reduces the like not a total but adjustable market, not like the revenue, but like the total adjustable like talent. <laughs> like tat. I just made I just made that up. But like, you know, it's, it's just that's one thing to consider is like, cool, I have to then consider that for in the future. Even though I like it a lot, do I want to make someone use this platform or then be able to switch have to switch back later? Yeah. That's that's actually a really good point. You know, I'm kinda of thinking like most of the agencies and stuff that I've seen or come across or work with over the last few years, like I don't know any of them that were anything but Clavio experts. And I think that they've worked, I mean, and again, actually, I'm kind of forgetting this. I think Shopify just made like a hundred or $200 million investment into Clavio last couple of weeks, which I mean, was poor timing, I think on their part, they just laid off a thousand people, but there we go. <laughs> I don't disagree with that. <laughs> yep. Right. Um, kind of, kind of interesting there. Uh, that no, the strategic investment and partnership is there. That's definitely part of it. And then part of it could be we're such we're so in like the Shopify ecosystem 
that you know, there's there are other like e-commerce platforms out there. There are the definitely like, like Magento and like different oh, stuff. Yeah, no, no Magento. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's out there. <laughs> uh, I'm not saying advocating you should use it, but man, um, yeah, it's just just something to consider. There's a lot of like, it's not just oh, immediate. I get to save fifty percent of my bill, like, no, and not. I switch. There's time, there's effort, there's energy, there's the hiring later on, there's how it integrates with the rest of your tech stack. Like, Clavio mm -hmm. is one of the big ones now. So any new app or any app that's been around in service, yeah, they 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 already integrate with it for the most part. So like your your customer reviews, your loyalty like apps, your your wonderment, your ship tracking, like all that sort of stuff. Like yeah. Yeah, you just you just talked about that. I think like the the other sort of word of caution I would put on this, if you know, if Clavio is putting their prices up, you may get some deals for like the next three months while everyone's trying to steal customers away from Clavio. It's not going to take long for everybody else to figure out that they can then bump their prices up to compete with Clavio that they don't need to be the cheapest in the market anymore. At that point, I think I'd be scratching my head of like, why the hell did I just spend five grand migrating everything across? <laughs> I've saved nothing in, in, in the last seven weeks. Yeah, yeah, like a lot. Yeah, so that's a great point. That's that's really good to make sure, like that short term, long term thinking. Like, I, yeah, um, it's something to consider. So, uh, any final any final thoughts on anything we talked about today? Uh, anything we just mentioned? Wrapping up on Clavio, uh, email Black Friday, head of growth, selling the brand. Anything? Or are you good? I think that Black Friday needs to be a bigger focus for me right now. <laughs> Cool. We Thank will, you uh, for that gentle reminder. <laughs> I got you. And next week, no pressure, but next episode will be 88 days away. Oh, good God. <laughs> and then, <laughs> so if you need some help, maybe next episode we can talk through some stuff or like I could help like poke holes in anything you got going on or whatever. Or that we can like field, and we can field questions from other people too. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. So like uh, that. that sounds like That's a good, good stopping point, starting point for next time. Uh, everyone else, thanks so much for listening. Really appreciate it. Me and Tom, uh, I always speak for myself. I can't, I don't know his, no, how his cheeks are feeling. Me too. Okay, cool. I'm speaking for Tom too. Like, aren't my cheeks like hurt after these? Like, it's so fun. This does not feel like work. This is amazing that we get to do this. I'm so glad we do it. Uh, and I hope I get to say that same thing in a year, two years, three years from <laughs> me now. <too. laughs> so, uh, you're be loathing me by that point. But. <laughs> <laughs> Likewise, man. Likewise. So thanks so much for listening. Really appreciate it. Uh, go buy Greg's coffee. No wave. We'll get to, next episode. We'll get you discount codes and links and all that stuff. So thanks for listening. Catch you next time.